0: Hello, my name is Christopher Monroe, and welcome to the Soundtrack to a Life. Bonus content. As you will know if you have been uh, following the show on Twitter, I have spent the last several weeks in the United Kingdom celebrating my birthday by shopping for vinyl and attending concerts. And museums and history. Just a really thriving, living town that is a lot of fun to be in. But for the purposes of this show shopping for vinyl in grainy black and white, and attending concerts that I have wanted to see. So that went well. Shopping for vinyl was a ton of fun. I picked up some Carter USM material that is almost impossible to get in Canada. I picked up a bunch of old fall albums from the 80s because I read Bricks Smith's autobiography on the plane there, and I was really into the fall while I was traveling around. I got a few cool UK Record Store Day exclusives. It was just uh, really centering. It's what I do in this town, but across the world. And it really made me feel like a larger part of the world. And then as far as shows go, Chelsea and I saw in Cardiff while we were there, I saw the Stereophonics. The Stereophonics still crush it live, if you had wondered if they were still a phenomenal band to see. And I have not seen a crowd as rowdy than the stereophonics crowd in cardiff in a very long time if they are coming anywhere near you i would highly recommend that you see them their opening act was 10 tons who i had not been familiar with but who was also a lot of fun to see although i imagine he's not going to be coming to your town anytime soon he has not broken through in a larger more commercial way yet though he should he was very good The next day, we saw Belle and Sebastian play, still in Cardiff. That was a really bucket list show for me. I have loved those guys since high school, and I had been wanting to see them basically since high school. And I was so thrilled to get down there. At one point, I was up on the stage dancing to the boy with the Arab strap, which I did not think would ever happen if I had been asked. And it was just a phenomenal experience that I'm so pleased that I got the opportunity to do. And then the day after that, we took the train from Cardiff back into London, unpacked, moved into our hotel, and then saw Morrissey play at Alexandra Palace. Now, Morrissey doesn't play in Canada, so that was a show that I have wanted to see since I was 10, and kind of low-key assumed that I never would be able to. He's kind of the reason that I spent my birthday in the UK this year, because otherwise, I would never get to see one of my heroes perform and it was so connecting I cried a couple of times over the course of the show he played a couple of my favorite songs he played all of his new record which sounds great live it was just a really beautiful experience to stand among the people who share my love of something Partaking in that thing. And then after the Morrissey show, Chelsea and I standing outside of Alexandra Palace in the rain, sharing a cigarette, she asked if there was anything that could make this night better. And I said, uh, no, nothing could. And then when I turned around, she was holding two rings. So I'm getting married. I got proposed to outside of a Morrissey show. In the rain, sharing a cigarette. So I'm getting married to somebody who really gets me. I feel good about it. And then there were um, two weeks of uh, two weeks of trip. After that, we spent a little bit more time in London. We saw Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox, which one of my friends commented, he didn't know that that was a real band that you could pay money to see. But they are, and they're a fucking great band to see, and they were a ton of fun. People were losing it. Then I saw, because by that point Chelsea was pretty burned out on concerts, and needed a day off, Open Mike Eagle, who is technically not a band, he's a rapper, and technically not UK-based, but a friend of mine tipped me to him in January and he was playing in London while I was in London and I figured what the hell and I went to the show and fantastic show uh, I was at a venue called the jazz cafe and it was just a really small intimate venue and he is an interesting performer who has a real command of language in a really playful fun way that I've gotten really into um, you should listen to open Mike eagle If Open Mike Eagle comes to your town, you should go to that. Uh, The opening act for that one was a young woman called Lava Larue, who is London-based and has not got a release out yet. She has, like, two songs on Spotify. But you should follow her for when she eventually does something, because she is a really charismatic performer as well and gave a great show. And I look forward to hearing more from her as time goes by. And at that point, we went to Newcastle because if you want to see a punk show, you should see it in northern England. And we saw The Ruts and Stiff Little Fingers. Now, Stiff Little Fingers is a classic Irish punk band who, you, if you enjoy punk from the late 70s, early 80s type era, you're probably already familiar with. All that I can say is they still crush it. They are still punk as fuck. They are giving it a hell of a show. It was a really enjoyable time. Opening for them, though, the Ruts, the um, dub punk band from that period as well. If you know them, you probably know them for Babylon's Burning or in a rut, and then they kind of, I don't want to say fell off the radar, but fell off my radar. Turns out they shouldn't have. They are a ton of fun live. I I have since listened to their uh, most recent album. It is very worthwhile if you want to hear an old punk band. Either Stiff Little Fingers or The Ruts would do you very well. And then at the stroke of midnight, uh, that night after watching that show, I turned 40. Which I'm doing my best to have a good attitude about. And then the day after that, uh, for my last show while I was in the UK, Sleeper, who is a Britpop band who I was like weirdly obsessed with in high school, reformed after 19 years to tour the UK and they were playing in Newcastle. Tickets sold out very quickly and the online scalper sources that I use to pay too much money and I probably shouldn't didn't have tickets either and there just were no tickets to be had. But it was my birthday and I really wanted to see the show. So I just went and I stood in front of the building in the snow hoping for the best. And I gave it an hour and I couldn't find any tickets. And then went across the street and I got a pint of Guinness in a pub. Chelsea, by this point, was not joining me. She had hurt her ankle wandering around Newcastle. Newcastle's a beautiful city, but it's all hills, and she had Twisted herself. So I'd basically given up and I was having a pint in the pub across the way to warm up a little bit and then I was going to head back. And when I came out, the bouncer at O2's in Newcastle was talking to a guy and then pointing across the street at me. And he had gone because he and his wife had had tickets, but his wife had taken ill, but he didn't want the tickets to go to waste. So he just went and hoped to find somebody who would want his ticket, which I cannot express enough appreciation for I Hope That The Wife's Okay. And it was an amazing show. Sleeper still crush it. They still have it. Sale of the Century is one of the best pop songs that have ever been written. "In Betweener" is still one of the best pop songs that have ever been written. I could not be more pleased with the fact that standing in front of the building in the snow and hoping for the best did wind up leading to the best possible outcome. So by that point in the vacation, I've turned 40. I'm engaged. I've bought a ton of cool post-punk vinyl. I've seen seven different shows. I've well and truly run out of money. And the time has come for me to return home. And so I did. And here I am. And it was amazing. And I loved it. And it was life-changing. And I had an absolute blast. I could not have asked for a better birthday. And now I'm getting back into the swing of it. So that's my bonus material. I hope that uh, it's of interest to any of you. If not, the episode is at least very short. There's going to be a regular episode on the first of next month. I'm going to be talking about Manic Street Preachers. Look forward to that. In the meantime, uh, follow along on Twitter or Facebook at SoundtrackCast. Uh, We are at SoundtrackCast.com. Like us, share us, review us, reviews. Again, very useful in terms of getting the word out. And I will see you in a couple of days to talk about another record.